0: I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. Hey guys, April Mace here. Today we are going to talk about fear Faith and focus. And I think these topics, I was thinking about what I could talk to you about today that would really serve you. And I feel like this is the time to talk about this. So I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what's happening. I'm sure everybody is. There's so many emotions that are going on. For me, you know, I'm right there with you. And it's kind of bringing up a bit of what I went through in 2008, the great recession, as they like to call it. And in that time, not only was I laid off from the dermatologist's office, they let go of everybody in the office, also was battling with infertility. And so it was really Stressful time, but it was also a really dark time for me. I was really depressed. We had spent so much money on, well, we had tried for years to get pregnant, and then we had spent so much money on in vitro fertilization and IVF and fertility medicine. And I really felt like not only was I at the bottom of my emotional roller coaster, we were. Broke because if you know, in vitro fertilization is super expensive. We were both at work and run through our savings on IVF. And I was really just one night sitting there with my head in my hands sobbing and thinking, why had my body failed me? You know, I thought I would be able to start a family, have a baby, and why was it so difficult? It was already after first miscarriage and it was a super emotional time and i had a lot of fear what if my dream of starting a family what if that never happened what if all of these ideas of how i thought my life was supposed to be and all of these dreams that i had what if it was just all for nothing what if it was just going to all go away and again there was just a lot of fear and i was just at a super low spot and I had just started my permanent makeup business on my own. Um, I had been doing permanent makeup before that, but I had just started my business on my own. And I had very few customers, super hard to get my name out there as it is with any business, but definitely after a recession, Um, it's super hard. And I had this client that gave me a gift of this book of changing my thoughts and familiar with Abraham Hicks somewhat like the law of attraction, but basically, and um, this was in 2008, she was talking to me about changing my thoughts because I kept on saying over and over again to myself, I just can't get pregnant. I don't know what's wrong with me. I kept on having these same words, these same thoughts. And I know, and I've learned since then that thoughts and the words that we speak to ourself are super powerful and they can make situations worse and they can actually make it better. Right now, when fear is kind of rampant, I'm asking you right now to choose your faith and choose focus over the fear and really be mindful of your thoughts and really be mindful of the words that we use. Is it a crisis? Yes, it is. But if when you keep repeating that to yourself, I think it gets worse. And it can be scary because you feel helpless and you feel out of control. What we're going to talk about today is putting what I like to say your head, your heart, and your hands to work and turning off the news, right? Do a little media detox, if you will. Because I really feel like there's a difference in being informed and there's a difference in too much consumption because it's good to be informed, but too much consumption can really just, again, keep activating that fear in your brain and make the situation worse. And I heard a story. It was talking about in a storm, you could be like a speedboat and you could just put your head down and say, I'm just going to keep going with business. I'm just going to keep going with life. And that was me. I was like the speedboat problem with the speedboat is the speedboat will run out of gas. And that's exactly what happened to me. I felt like I ran out of gas. I was just like a hive started, my body was breaking down. And so the speedboat is not the way to go. The other type of vessel that you could have in a storm or in rough water, shall we say, is a raft. And the problem with a raft is the raft just goes wherever the current takes it, right? So there's no plan. The water's going off a waterfall, right? You know, you're going with it. So the raft has no direction. It's kind of just aimless and that's not a great way to go either. And then the third type of vessel that we should all, you know, kind of strive for is the sailboat and the great thing about the sailboat is sailboats usually have like a rudder or motor but they also have the sails. A great captain of the sailboat of the ship would do is figure out where the winds are and use the power of everything around you and scenario it would be leaning on your community and getting involved with others that can help you. And so the sailboat is going to really you know, navigate the waters, but also use the resources around. And I just really thought that that analogy was a great analogy for what's happening right now. Further with that analogy is I see some people that we hear this word right now. It's a lot of people are talking about pivot. And I was just talking to my students about this. Pivot is a small move. Now a pivot could be a major pivot, but in these times I don't think that you need to do a major pivot. It's just my opinion. I could be wrong. But I feel to use that water analogy, I don't think it's rough storm. I don't think it's a wise decision to jump off of your ship and start building a new ship. Okay. Right? So if you're like, okay, I'm gonna pivot and I'm gonna start a new business, I would caution you on that because right now you have a business and yes, there's some uncertainty, but starting a whole new business a new audience and getting a new group of buyers, that takes a lot of work. And sometimes during a storm is not the best time to do that, to jump off your boat and start building a new boat. And I would just caution you on any drastic pivots, right? In your business. So again, right now it might be difficult to kind of see what's going to happen and no one really knows. No one has, you know, a crystal ball, but don't let that fear creep into your mind. Okay. And don't freak yourself out with like the what if scenarios, right? That's where you go down a negative path and you're in areas where you can't control In my opinion, now is not the time to start another project. You should really just look at what you have around you and let's make it work, right? I do think that we do have to adjust and we do have to see what it's going to be like after the lockdown. Now, I also hear that saying that no one is buying... Luxury treatments. No one will be buying luxury treatments. But the first thing to consider is that what is a luxury to you might actually be a necessity to somebody else, right? For me, I think that getting a massage, having like a massage therapist, that's like a real luxury to me. mom of two, I'm not getting any massages. Okay. So that would be a luxury to me, but that might be a total necessity to somebody else, right? Because they might be in pain. They might have physical things, maybe a sports injury or something like that. And a massage therapist just helps them live their life. So that might not be an indulgence to them, right? they just might need that to function. And we can also, we have clients that you can think about right now that will tell you that their beauty services, they do not consider them luxury. They consider it necessity, right? Because it is saving them time and giving them confidence. And it's not just about the superficial beauty. It's really about the inner work that happens, the additional benefits, right? that happens when you are getting these treatments when we look at consumer behavior we want to look at the facts okay so let's look at some of the facts before we jump to conclusions and let the fear overwhelm us certain facts are since the beginning of time women have always wanted to look their best, right? That is true. Right now, we're all at home. Usually on a regular day, like yesterday, I was just in some, some leggings, oversized t-shirt and no makeup and spending time with the family. But when we're going out, <laughs> right, we usually want to look our best. And now in 2020, everybody has a camera in their pocket right? Because most people have a cell phone, smartphones that have cameras and they don't want to be caught looking bad. So women don't want to be caught looking bad. And third fact is since the internet has created more distractions and we have access to everything, our time and our attention is more limited. So these three facts point to beauty treatments being popular right we've seen an increase in botox we've seen an increase in permanent makeup we've seen an increase in overall just beauty right because women want to look good they don't want to be caught looking bad they want to feel confident and they don't have much time right so that these are some of the reasons they come to you right with this limited time we value time-saving treatments right that's why permanent makeup has skyrocketed right And so women will still have these same needs after the lockdown is over, right? Will they have a decreased budget? Absolutely. Okay. Will they feel like, you know, they need to penny pinch here and there? Will they need to save in certain areas? Absolutely. Right. So let's be honest. Let's have a realistic plan. Do I think that there will be less women getting Botox, facials, permanent makeup, and the frequency that they get them will actually decrease? Probably likely, right? Do I also think there will be less people offering the services? Yeah, I think that there will be some people that just, you know, it wasn't working out so well before this and they weren't getting more clients and they weren't getting many clients and they weren't, they were kind of like barely able to hold on. And so now, you know, this is like, okay, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to weather the storm. But my question to you would be, are you committed to following your passion? Like really, do you believe that you were meant to do this? So do you believe that you were meant to do this? And do you believe that you can do this? Because let me just say, one of the things is, if you do not believe you can do this. For me, when I go back to you know, struggling with infertility, there was a moment that I believed that my body just couldn't get pregnant. I started to kind of give in to those thoughts. Yeah, you have to really think about, do you have the faith that things will work out for the good? Okay, and this is not, I'm not talking about putting on like rose colored glasses and saying, oh, nothing's happening around the world, right? We're not gonna be like the speedboat or we're not gonna be like the raft. We're gonna be like the sailboat, right? We're not gonna be like the speedboat, just as like, ah, oh, nothing's happening. And we're not gonna be like the raft where we're like, everything's happening and we're just letting it take us. We're gonna be like the sailboat. And we're going to see what's happening around us, where the winds are going, and we're going to have a plan. So this is where I'm saying we're going to have to dig deep for that inner strength and have a resolve to make it work. Let me just say when I was starting my business, and this was the recession time, and I was like at a loss, right? I, first of all, let me just tell you this little tidbit because this is kind of funny. I was building my website. I had no clue how to build a website, okay? No clue. I don't know that many people do. I literally bought a book called HTML for Dummies, okay? HTML for Dummies. So I didn't have any money, but I at that time, I had time. So I bought the book. And I taught myself how to code and build a website. Now, I don't think I could do that today. You know, I don't know. Maybe obviously if I had that same book, I would be able to do it. I bought that book. I sat down. I was determined to build the website and I did. Now, was it a fantastic website? No, but did it work? Yes. The other thing is I was so committed to making my business work that I actually sent out a mailing. I got the American Academy of Dermatology and I got that list and I sent out a mailing to over 500 dermatologists. So that's the address labels, the letters that I had to print out to each one of them, stuffing them with my brochures. I had to order the brochures. I had to make the brochures, put the business cards in there, the letters. I mean, it was a project. Obviously, that was before I had kids. (laughs) Now, I guess I would have to have the kids help me. But, guys, I was committed to making it happen. The internet was not really, I think it was around, but it definitely wasn't what it is now. And so I had to be resourceful. I did not have money and I had to make it happen. And so I was committed and I was choosing faith over my fear. And that's what I'm going to have you do today. So I had to also do that with my body and just believe that it was going to happen. And it did. You guys might know or may may not know, but I have twin girls. So the fertility did work, but I had to really change the words that I was saying to myself. I had to change my mindset. I had to get rid of that fear and I had to focus on the faith. So the third thing that we want to talk about is focus because I don't know about you. Yeah, meditation helps, but right now, I think that it's hard. I think it's harder, it's more difficult, it's harder more than ever to focus, right? Yes, and Kira says you're built for whatever you want to do. Yeah, not everybody can do everything, but I think it starts in your mind, right? The battle is won and lost in your mind. You can talk to you know, soldiers, you can talk to Olympic athletes or regular athletes, and they will tell you it all starts in their mind. They believe they could do it. Anybody that's overcome any great obstacle, if you ask, how did you get through it? They'll tell you they first believed they could do it. So the next thing is to focus right? I always use the example of the sun is very powerful and the sun is everywhere, right? But what can be more powerful than the sun is a laser that is focused light, right? So a laser can hurt you in a few minutes where the sun you know, would not hurt you in a few minutes, right? Because it's light that's spread out versus a laser can actually do some damage, when you think of a laser that I want you to be laser focused with your attention. And and it's challenging to be focused right now. I mean, but it's really the only option for productivity. So for me at the kids and I'm trying to balance, and I, at the beginning, I had all of these expectations of what I should do, right? I talked about that last week. Like I came out with that resource, which is still available. We are updating it all the time, which is aprilmeese.com resources with a capital R. And I came out with resources for the coronavirus, for scripts for you guys, for the scripts for beauty professionals, for links for you to go to, to learn about the different grants that are available. I came out with graphics and things for you to post on social media and things for you to talk about. And I was like that speedboat. I was just seeing like, how can I help? How can I lead? And for me, I had all these expectations of what I should do. I burnt myself out like that speedboat, right? I ran out of gas. And so now I have somewhat lowered those expectations and I have three things that I try to do each day. So I have three little buckets, if you will. Okay. I have the bucket of wellness and maybe I get out and go for a walk. Maybe I drink a green smoothie, make something with some spinach or something, or I do some type of wellness activity. That's my wellness. Maybe it's some type of breathing or even mindfulness. So that's wellness. Family and friends. I um, do something with my girls and I do something where I feel good about it. And then business. So it's easy. I just have those three things. I'm not trying to build everything, right? I'm not trying to do it all. I got kids running around and it's kind of like this bit of, I call it controlled chaos in my home. Okay. I keep saying to myself, I don't want to squander this time. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity of time to be present with my family, to also work on my business and have a little bit of wellness. So just those three things. And as long as I do one thing each day that I can kind of check off that box, then I feel good. So we must stay focused on what we can control. Stephen Covey, who wrote Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, you might know of all of Stephen Covey's work. He says, this is called your circle of influence, right? Focusing on the actions that you can control, focusing on the actions within that circle of influence will allow you to be proactive and feel more positive. And it will help you feel more in control, right? When you just focus on what you can control, because we know that the decisions that we make now have an impact, not just on the short term, but also on the long term, right? When this is all over, the decisions that we're making now will have an impact on that. I often say you are planting seeds for the three week, the three month, and the three years down the road in your business. So let's keep a clear head and we're going to make some informed decisions, right? Not panicking, not saying nobody's buying because people are still buying okay and not just needs tell me if you have bought something that was a want in the last 3 weeks something that you wanted not something you needed something that you wanted right for me started out with some, just some ice cream okay obviously that was not in the wellness bucket but it felt good started off with some ice cream and then i also bought like this hydroponic gardening system now i could probably say we might need that but no, it was totally a want. I just wanted it. Okay. So people are still buying one. They're still buying things. And again, we're, gonna, we're not going to jump into reactions and no one's buying or no one's going to be able to afford anything. We are going to make informed actions. We're going to take control and make a list of the things that you can control. So let's brainstorm because new problems bring up new opportunities. So you can be creative and you can be scrappy and you can look at the community you have and how can you show up to serve the community you have, right? And how can you stand out in your community? This is the time to really be a leader where they're like, you know what? That beauty professional, Susan, and she was outstanding like she you know she was here for me she reached out to me I, she was still present and and you become a leader in your industry right a leader in your community so now is the time if you think that your current business isn't viable then look for ways to kind of say serve the same audience in a slightly different way. So my suggestion would be maybe you have a mini version of the services that you offer. So if you are thinking that people's budgets are going to be impacted then you know again some people will still be able to afford your services no problem and so you'll keep your service menu you don't have to do these deep discounts right but look at a way that you can serve that same audience with another option. So may you know, think this is where you have to get creative. You have to think outside of the box. Maybe there is a mini version. I was talking to my students last week and I was saying, I know it sounds crazy, but for most of my students do eyebrows. And I was saying, maybe you could do a few strokes at the front, shade in the tail and lightly dust the middle. And it is a service that really only lasts for a few months. It's not going to last the full uh, year or two that regular permanent makeup would last, but it is an inexpensive option for people that have a budget that they just need like a little bit of a boost, or they just Kind of want to have a teaser or a taste of the service, right? Think of ways uh, that you could serve them, and that's kind of a more budget friendly option. And you might find, because we're always testing things, you might find that. It's super popular and you keep it on your menu even after the recession, right? Or you might say, "Mm, you know, it didn't work out. People preferred spending their money on the long-term option of full permanent eyebrows that last longer, right? But what I would do is I would send out a survey right? I would do a little, maybe a poll on Instagram, do a survey on a little poll on Facebook and ask your audience, like, how can I serve you? What is the best way that what services would you like to see after the shelter in place has ended? Okay. Nobody's going out and serving anybody now. Okay. But after this has ended, what would you like to see? What services would help you? what services that, you know, just ask a few questions. Don't make it a long survey because ain't nobody got time for that, but just a little poll on, would you prefer this or this? Would you prefer a long lasting treatment at a higher price or a more budget friendly option that doesn't last as long, right? Just ask doesn't hurt to ask, get some real time feedback. So instead of uh, sitting there in your mind thinking, oh, nobody wants this or "Nobody's going to buy my services or all the places, all the crazy talk that we can do to ourselves, right? All of the stories that we tell ourselves, just ask them, would you prefer this? Would you like this or this? And see what they would like, right? And then create things for your clients that they want. Stop focusing on what you can't do. Focus on what you can control. Focus on your progress, right? And if if you haven't made any up to this point, no worries. Let that go. Today's a new day. Every day you have a new day. It's really easy to get comfortable when times are good. Right. And times have been good for like the last decade. You might have had some struggles in your business, but with the internet and all of the things, all of the ways that we have to access our audience now, man, you're not having to send out 500 (laughs) letters, 500 letters to dermatologists, right? Or build your website. HTML for dummies, right? It's been pretty good, right? We have so many more opportunities to reach our audience and we have so many more options, but now that things have changed a little bit, this is when we, it's a little bit of a kick in the butt, right? And we have to make some changes. So let me know if this is resonating with you. Again, we're moving past that fear. We're choosing faith and we are focusing on What we can control. And this is the time to ignite that passion in you, that belief that you can make a difference and that you are called to do this and that you will continue to do your beauty business and that you're going to make it better than ever. I mean, one of the things that I've done with my students is I've said, you know, how can I serve you? And I said to my team, like, we are going to have to pull out all the stops we're creating bonuses and we're creating new worksheets and we're creating all of these things to make it a no brainer for them. Like so that they see that this support that they're getting and the resources that they're getting and the tools and all of that is a value and worth it. And I would suggest the same thing for your beauty business. Like how can you provide the most value right? Because it's usually not about price. It's about value, what people value. So how can you show up and in your business to provide value? So what progress can you be making right now in your business? Just write down. And again, you could just do what I do. Take those three boxes, just write down every day, wellness, family and friends and business, and just do one thing each day to check off that box, right? Just get yourself, just take those baby steps, right? And just start with one thing in your business. Maybe you want to work on your website a little bit today, right? Maybe you want to work on your bio, a connection story that people can really resonate with. Maybe you're going to, after you do your bio, you can put it on Facebook or Instagram. Maybe you can put it on social media after you have tweaked it, right? And just work on one thing and focus on that one thing. Don't worry about the what ifs of the future. Just focus on today. Focus on what you can control today. And then the last thing that I would say is you want to always be surrounding yourself with people, leaders, friends, and family that's motivating, that believes in you, that says you can do this right? That is creative. That's helping you find solutions, right? This is when, what is the phrase that I think it's necessity is the mother of invention, right? So like I said, get scrappy, right? Necessity is the mother of invention. So when it's necessary, we will come up with creative things to make it happen and have that strategic plan and then know how you are going to make it happen. And if it's just you, if you're just a solo entrepreneur, then you just need to get some systems to make it happen. That's what I would just have for you today. I hope that serves you. That just came from my heart. I was really just going to talk about fear and faith and focus. And then with Easter weekend, I've been doing a lot of praying and I just felt like like the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, you should tell that story of when you were broken and crying and at your lowest and feeling like I didn't have, like I felt like all my dreams were shattered, right? I felt like I couldn't get my business going. I We had no money. I couldn't start a family, like everything. Nothing was happening for me. And it was a real fearful time. And I had to pick myself up and believe that it would work out. And I had to take action steps every day, changing my mind and working towards that faith and having that focus to do a little bit each day, just take another step each day to build your business. Okay, guys, I love you all. And we will get through this. We are going to get through it together and if you need to talk to somebody if you are feeling like whatever you're feeling if you just need to talk just message me because I don't have all the answers but I've definitely been through some major struggles in business and you know we can creatively brainstorm together right sometimes you just need to talk to somebody and and do that so All right, guys, I hope that you will reach out to, whether it's me, reach out to somebody if you are needing to talk to somebody. All right. And we will talk next week. We're just going to keep on brainstorming of ways to build your business. Maybe that mini service helps you. Hopefully it helps you. So, all right. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with grit and grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.